Am I in with everybody else? It was probably my fault, but I have no way of knowing what it was. This year, Parshat Kitabo is again dedicated in memory of Mr. Sam Silverstein by his family. Silverstein. Zal. Um, I spoke last week briefly about the relationship that I had with uh, Mr. Sam Silverstein, Zichron Olivercha. I want to just mention again that uh, one of his daughters and her husband were both uh, students at the same time. He in the yeshiva and she in Bruria. I think I um, I told them that they had to get married. And they did. Baruch Hashem. Um, let's just focus on a pasuk today. I mean, the parish of Kitavo is very long and involved, but contains, at least in the eyes of the commentaries, a, a, a radical idea. The pasuk that we're referring to is the pasuk which begins with the words Hayom Hazeh. Now you know that Chazal thought highly of that little word, Zeh, which is a word of pointing. It's like you say, this day, you're actually pointing at it. And that the word Zeh, the word Zeh says, oh, it's important. It's something special. It's not a regular day. It's somehow discernible as being special. So that's how the Pasuk starts off. And this is, imagine Moshe Rabbeinu, talking to B'nai Yisrael on the day, the last day of his life, the last day of his life, having given them what they have to, he has to give them and done what he thought he could do. And, and Ayom Azeh is at the end of, of that long process, which is included in the book of Dvarim, but not only the book of Dvarim, the book of Shemot, of Ayikra, of Amidmari. This is all Moshe Rabbeinu. The book of Dvarim is special because it's Moshe Rabbeinu talking. He's saying something to B'nai Yisrael that he can say, but he may not have been told to say it by, by HaKadosh Baruch Now, this was always a mystery. How could Moshe Rabbeinu say things that are in the Torah? But apparently, apparently if Moshe Rabbeinu said it, the HaKadosh Baruch could accommodate it in the Torah. So this week, tell Moshe, look, it was good. Put it in the Torah. And then it becomes Torah. And whatever the definition of Torah is, it's included. So Hayom Hazeh, those are the two words that Moshe Rabbeinu starts this discussion with. And we don't know why, because the continuation of the Pasuk is pretty regular. Hashem Elokecha Mitzavcha, God is commanding you, to practice, to keep, to be concerned about. Chukim. Chukim is a word that means different things in different places, but it refers to the laws in the Torah. Lasot, to do the laws in the Torah. Ha'ela, these. The ones that I told you recently, the ones that you know about. 
ואת המשפטים, we know this is a parasha in the Torah, משפטים, and משפטים is another word that describes the laws. I mean, there may be a difference sometimes between chukim and mishpatim. I mean, there's no reason to think that that is not the case. Why should two words be saying the same thing? But it's not always clear to us what chukim are differentiated from mishpatim. Vishamarta, the Pesach says, keep them, asita, do them, otam So this is like a precee of of the entire Torah. Everything that Moshe Rabbeinu, this is everything that Moshe Rabbeinu did in his lifetime. Hashem elokecho mitzavcha la'asot et ha'chukim ha'ele, that's one thing. It's not Moshe Rabbeinu who promulgates the law, but it's God. It's only Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu's job is to pass it on or to pass it to the people. Right? That's that's Moshe Rabbeinu's job. One second. Okay. So again, we're faced with this problem of Hayomaz, and I know that this seems to be unreasonable because the word Hayom is very clear to us, and the word Zeh is fairly clear to us. I mean, why stop here? And look at it and say, there's got to be something that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling us. So the answer is in Rashi. The Rashi says, Rashi says, based on the Medrash, the Medrash in the Tanchuma. Rashi says, Hayom Hazeh, that Hayom Hazeh is part of devotion. Not only do you have to do the mitzvot, not only do you have to keep the mishpatim, not only do you have to be in the process of but there has to be a yom hazeh aspect to the mitzvot that you do. Rashi, Rashi, bechol yom It's not only, it's not just that you have to do the mitzvah. You have to look upon it as though this was the day that the mitzvah was born. Bechol yom, bechol yom, They should always be, they should be new. Hayom like the day. Well, I don't know if that's what it exactly means. I get the idea in Rashi. I'm just not sure how he gets to it. But it's in, I mean, for Rashi, it's in the Medrash. As though today was the birthday of the mitzvot. You know, the birthday of the mitzvot, you have to feel something, something special. At the end of the Pasuk, watch them carefully, do them. Patko. And somehow the beating, the bringing of the Bikurim, which is the, the first thing that's in the parashah of Kitavo, you bring Bikurim, 
and you remind yourself of history, remind yourself that this could not have happened without the intervention of heaven. I mean, that's what you remind yourself with. But when you say you're giving Bikurim to the Beit HaMikdash, you're giving them to Gabor, you're giving them to the higher spheres of existence, it's because that's where we also live. I mean, we live in real, and real is sometimes very difficult, uh, hard to deal with, unruly, the real. But we also, at the same time, are in Hayom Hazer. You imagine something new has happened, something special has happened. All of that is found in Rashi. So there's a connection sometimes, the Rashi says, between Havad Bikurim and Hayom Hazer. Havad Bikurim means I'm, I'm leaving this world and I'm bringing something to God. What I bring to God is not exactly what he needs. But bringing something to God means I bring what I have. I mean, what else can I bring? But I remind myself that nothing would be as it is if HaKadosh Baruch Hu was not intent on blessing me in this way. This is Rashi, the Ramban. He wonders. That's the lead into the Ramban. Look at this. Where are we in the world of Jewish history? So we're at the end of the Torah. The end of the Torah because the mitzvot in the Torah end with the parish of Kitavo. They end with this week's parasha. Hinei hishlim Moshe levaer et haTorah. Moshe Rabbeinu is now finishing. He's finishing to explain to the people what he has to say about the Torah. Ulechadesh, lechadesh chadash, to renew kol hamitzvot Hashem tzivato Hashem lechadesh. Lahem. And he is filling his job. He's fulfilling his purpose. His purpose was Hishlim Torah. There is this idea that Be'er It's in the first parish of the the Pasuk, uh, is in the Perak Aleph, Devar and Perak Aleph Pasuk Hey. The first time around, you taught them the mitzvot in order that they should know the mitzvot. Now you could do it with greater clarification. In the book of Tvarim, there are certain mitzvot that Moshe Rabbeinu taught in the book of Tvarim that are not taught elsewhere in the Torah. And therefore, the Ramban says, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu stresses this, this fact by saying, 
היום הזה, שהם לוקחו בצבך לעשות את החוקים האלה ואת המשפטים, בפוסוק, היום הזה, כי כבר השלמתי לך הכל. השלמתי את הכל. It's all, all finished. It's a little hard for us to understand if there was Hayom Hazeh, that was the completion of, of the Torah, then why, why don't we celebrate it? Why don't we make note of it? Why don't we have such a day? But this is the opinion of the Ramban, that the, that the Moshe Rabbeinu is stressing, not that it's Hayom Hazeh, but on this day something important happened. That has been going on for 38 years, or 40 years even, and that is passing down the Torah. And this is the end. After the parasha of Kitavo, Nitzavim Vayelech Hazidu B'Zot HaBracha, those parashiyot are the parashiyot of, of Moshe Rabbeinu explaining who he thinks he is and what he thinks he did and why he thinks he did it. And that, all of that is 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 coming up. So we we are, are left with two kind of ideas that don't exactly fit in. The Rashi takes a more midrashic kind of approach. He says that what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying is a just like today. It should always be like today. It should always be like today. Whereas the Ramban emphasizes that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, Ki hishlamti lecha hakol. And therefore Moshe Rabbeinu said, Shamarta basita aleva nefesh I already told, explained why the lev and nefesh are so important in Kiyum HaMitzvot. So I think we're, we're left with a kind of a direction. But I wouldn't say that we really know why the words Hayom Hazeh appear. Why, why, what's the purpose of Hayom Hazeh? So I think to help us it seems to me that, so I called upon the, called upon the Svatimet uh, to help us. And so in order for the Svatimet to help us, we have to read it. I know this is a, a little bit uh, annoying, but there's no choice. The Svatimet says this, you know that there's a, a medrash called Tanchuma, which begins with a statement by Rabbi Tanchuma. And so the medrash is called on his name. We have that habit. We call, we give a book, a name of the first important words that are told. It's medrash Tanchuma, Ayom Hazeh. Ayom Hazeh. Hashem, Elokecha, etc. What, what, what does Hayom Hazeh mean? Mitzavcha la'asot ekol ha'chukim. It's the end of the Pasuk. And then it says something weird. It says, L'chud ne'ranano. It says, remember there's a 
a parak in Tehillim, which begins the Chunaranana, which we actually say in Davening on Wednesday morning. Today is Wednesday. We bow down and we genuflect. So he says, what does that mean? Safa Moshe Rabbeinu Shalom. Moshe Rabbeinu realized that there was a connection between this Pasuk and the Psukim about Bikurim. About Bikurim. Moshe Rabbeinu understood She Bikurim. You see that word Bikurim? Atidim Lipasek. That there'll be, I mean, the destruction of the temple. And they won't, we won't bring Bikurim anymore. Tikain Tfila. So they established Tfila because of, of that. That's kind of like mysterious statement in the Medrash. What's Tfila got to do with Bikurim? I mean, Bikurim has a, I told you, there's a Nusach of Bikurim. You, you say something when you bring the Bikurim. You say, I realize that God is in charge of Jewish history. Tikain tefillah. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, we need tefillah. Adoni avi skeni, that's that. Mori verabi, svatemet, talk about his grandfather, Zal. Piresh. So he says, what's the connection between Bikurim and Hayom Hazet? Tfilah hu piresh. Shigam tfilah hu litain areshit bikol yom lashem yitbarach. That after all, tfilah, I mean, it's an interesting, interesting question. Like, why, why do we daven? I mean, if we need to be punished, then God will punish us. And if we need to be rewarded, God will reward us. Why do we have to ask? I mean, we know that we're liable to punishment. We're liable to sakhar, to reward. So the Svatimet says, my grandfather told us that Bikurim and Tfilah are really the same. Because when you daven, what you're doing is you're giving to God what you have to give. And what you have to give is what the the Pasuk says. The Pasuk That's what you have. That's what you can give. Those are the Bikurim of our time. The original Bikurim were the vegetables that you brought. What you brought was what you had, what you made, the world that you lived in. And you said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I realize that the world that I live in is yours. And the way I realize that is by giving what I have from the world in which I live, which is the only thing that I can give. He came tefillah. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, Kemo Bikurim. Ach, 
השייכות ליום הזה צריך ביור. אוקיי, okay, it's very nice. It's very nice, but what, what does that have to do? What does that have to do with the words היום הזה? I understand there's a nice idea about tefillah, that tefillah is what you have. You give to HaKadosh Baruch Hu what you have. But what does it got to do with Hayom Hazeh? Why does it appear in the Medrash at this, in this spot here? Ube Medrash, Ube Rashi. Rashi quotes the Medrash. Evi Hayom Hazeh, Bekol Yom Yei Be'enecha Kechadashim. Rashi explained that, that every day, every day should be like a new, a new day. The desire to confuse people. So it turns out that you could say Rashi is taking us for a ride here. They're not Chadashim. I do what I did yesterday. I do what I did last year. I do what I have to do. They're not Chadashim. Ach, this is his quote of his grandfather. So you know that the the Kabbalah or the the leaders of the Kabbalistic way of thinking about things have no a, a end of desire to show that what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did or what was create a world that could have infinite connections to HaKadosh Baruch So he says, Ashabemet, he says, you think that there's no connection between a new a new thing, as Rashi says, new. says, but it's wrong because everybody can create new. That is this idea that of Hitchatshut, which is a creative force. If God could create the world, if God did create the world, then certainly the world that was created has that ability somehow in it. And since most of these abilities are connected to the Torah and the Torah was given to B'nai Israel, so it's reasonable to say that the Koach HaEtchatshut, the newness that is possible to see in the created world was given to us and therefore and that's why we say we say in, in when we daven we say bechol yom tamid chol yom tamid God is always bechadesh creates a new world every day. It's not. That's why we say, Moida ani lefonecho. What's Moida ani lefonecho? That you've, you've done something new. And it was sleep is a metaphor. 
when you sleep, you're not doing anything. You're not relating to anything. Then you get up and it's all new. It's all new. So that's what, what Rashi is saying. Every moment is a new, is a new moment. There's nothing that is alive that doesn't have divine input. Life comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu all the time. It'll never be old. Etc. Okay, so the Svata Met has justified has justified Rashi. Let's look back at Rashi. What did Rashi say? Based on the Medrash, but Rashi is a, 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 an independent text. So the question was, what do you mean? It's not Boba Yom. It's not the, why. Why do we have to imagine that this is the way it is? Why do we have to think something that is absolutely wrong? Why do we have to think? I mean, think something which we don't see. We don't see that this is happening. Well, why did Moshe Rabbeinu say Yom Azis? Or Rashi said Bechol Yom Yubei Nechachadoshim. They should be a new, a new kind of day. It be a new day and a new Torah and a new mitzvah and a new thing that we do just on that day. So in order to understand the Rashi, the Svatavet uses a Kabbalistic image and he says, and he says, what happened when God created the world? It was created with newness, so to speak. It was the newness that enabled the Kaddish Baruch to make the world. And therefore, that newness is discernible every place in the world. That newness is discernible every place in the world. And therefore, we have this power. We have this power. To put the notion of newness into, into the kiyum mitzvah, So that, that again... It's like Moshe Rabbeinu is standing there and he's telling them, look, I have something to tell you. One last thing. One last thing that is important for you to know. And you might, you might get the wrong idea. After all, at Matan Torah, you were passive. And during the 40 years of the desert, you were passive and you left it to me and I taught you the Torah. Now, you may have repeated it and learned it and reviewed it, but you are basically the recipients of the Torah that I, Moshe Rabbeinu, gave to you. I received it from heaven and I gave it to you. And that's that was the, the world that we lived in. But now I tell you, there's also a world of Hayom Hazet. Ayom Hazeh, like, like you point at it, you say, oh, look, it's a new world. It's something we didn't expect, that new world. Ayom Hazeh. And the Svatamet explained the Rashi. He explained the Rashi. Bekol yom yubei necha 
חדשים. בעיניך חדשים. You have that capacity. You have that capacity. You might think that you don't. You might not think about it at all. But Moshe Rabbeinu is telling us, according to Rashi, according to the Svatabet, that we have a capacity. We have a capacity, Hitchatshut, he calls it. Hitchatshut to, to renew, but it doesn't mean to, to like, you know, fix an old machine and make it new again. Not that kind of Hitchatshut, but to recognize that there's a new world, that every day is a new world, and that every new world deserves a new world davening. And even if the Bikurim, are no longer given. Nevertheless, we understand that the Bikurim are only the beginning of what well, I can recognize history. I recognize Yitzhak Mitzrayim. I recognize what happened in, in the... Uh, uh, I recognize what happened in... in Eretz Kena'an. I recognize the fact that all of Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim is about changes, about newness, about a different way of looking at it. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hayom Hazeh, because you understand now that there must be a Yom Hazeh, and you could do it. You have that capacity. You were created with newness, with a new, you were a new idea. The very Rashi says, the first Rashi, the Torah said that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was going to move people, the Canaanites, from Eretz Canaan to some other place in the world. The Canaanites came to argue the case, their case, and they said, well, God put us here. And what does Rashi say? Yeah, that's it. It's new. There's a newness that could happen every day in creation. That's what creation is. Creation by God is creation with newness. And so here, according to Rashi, and according to the Svatimet, according to the Svatimet, what Rashi, what Moshe Rabbeinu is telling people is, davening, that's everything. And that everything it's about Hitchatshut, about the new world that you are creating. And without that, apparently he doesn't say it, but it would, I would imagine that it means, why Davin? Davin for new, for different, for a change, and being part of that. That's what you really want. That's what you don't want yesterday's world. You want today's world. Have a good Shabbos. I wish you well. Thank you very much. Be well. Thank you, Rabbi. Okay.